Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Welcome to an incredible journey with internationally renowned lawyer of attraction, Paula Kid Casey. Applying the skills gained over 40 years of practicing law. Paula uses facts, logic, and science to prove the validity of the law of attraction. Join Paula each week as she explores unique concepts, allowing you to rediscover the wisdom of the ancient masters, all while weaving in the science that proves magic really does happen. If you yearn for a life change or want to rediscover your passion, then share the path with Paula and begin to love your journey every step of the way. This is Paula Kid Casey, and welcome to my show, The Law Year of Attraction, on the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And I am so happy that you're with me this week, and I'm so happy that we get to share some time this week. We need as much positivity and love and good ideas as we possibly can get, because that is what is going to save us, and that is what is going to move us to a, a new higher level of consciousness, which is literally right around the corner. But you know, we are warriors, and we have to stay in a positive mindset. And that is how we're going to move everything to that higher level. Uh, We can't sit back, we can't be complacent, we can't be negative, we can't be in anger, and we can't be in fear. Because all that does is get us more of the same thing. So we need to understand that when we are connected to God, and to our higher self, and to joy and to love, That's what's going to change everything. And that is why I have an amazing guest today. She talks to angels. She talks to Jesus. Uh, She has amazing messages. Her name is Stacy Overman. I've known her for a couple years. Um, She has a book out, Angel Kisses. She's been through a lot in her life, and she has a lot to offer us. A lot of information, a lot of amazing ideas and concepts, and a lot of hope. So I'm glad you're here today. It can be life-changing. And we will be right back with Stacy Overman. And we are back with Stacy Overman, one of my very favorite people in the whole world. Stacy, thank you so much for being on my show. Absolutely. Super honored. Thank you, oh, Paula. Super honored that you are on my show. And we spent some time before we started the show talking. And so now our energy is up. So we are so excited to share things. I want you to give everybody just an overview of kind of your journey and how you came here, because what I really want us to get into is you had some downloads from God today that I know that we are here to share this with everybody that is listening, because we definitely need this download from God. But but tell everybody kind of how 
you got to this place that you literally see angels and hear God. I know we all do, but you're so good at it. So tell, tell us your story. Absolutely. Well, in a little nutshell as possible, um, about, uh, whoo, gosh, I want to say 2008, maybe 2007. It escapes me. I don't know. We're, we're flying through time. Um, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And so at that moment, they told me that if I didn't do radical um, surgeries and chemo and radiation and all of this stuff, like I wouldn't make it to my 40th birthday. Now, mind you, I was 36 Aww. when all of this happened. Well, at that time, my husband was already battling cancer. So, you know, you can imagine I'm kind of like, really, God? Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. um, was not very happy about this situation. And I was in a different place in my life, too. You know, I came from a very, um, I was a very religious background, a Christian and Bible study and all of that. And, and, you know, that was a great thing. That's where exactly where God had me at that time. And I had my first surgery and I had a near-death experience. Unfortunately, I wish I could say, oh, I seen God or I seen Jesus. I didn't, ding, dang it. But it was still amazing. It was an amazing experience. The feeling that I had was like nothing I've ever um, experienced here on earth. And we never really talked about that. It was just, oh, okay, she's back. Like she finally woke up from surgery and just push, push, push on to saving my life. And but did that change your perspective when you had that near-death experience? Because we never really spoke about it, it didn't hit until years later. Oh, okay. And I was like, I had a near-death experience <laughs> and nobody talked about it. Like that was a big deal. So honestly, at that time, um, it didn't. But something happened that what I explain it as is the veil thinned. And from that day forward, I started experiencing a lot more things that I could not explain away. Um, I started knowing things that I shouldn't know. Like my mind should not have known that. Like meeting somebody that I have never met before, never heard anything about their story, and I would be able to know exactly, oh, they're battling cancer. Oh, my gosh. And I would just know. Um, I would know that they needed something. I would, my husband and I would like even get hits like, oh, we have to get our hair cut over at this salon. And I'd be like, we've never even been to this salon ever. And we sit in the chair and sure enough, the gal is cutting their hair, crying. And we had a word from God for her. And Aww. it was like, you know, things like that were just happening left and right, left and right. And so I'd had things like that in life, but not like amplified. It was just mm -hmm. amplified. Mm -hmm. Everything was just clicking along, really intense. Fast forward a couple of years as I'm getting better. My husband actually loses the battle of cancer. And I'm so sorry. Thank you. And that last week that he was alive, he was home on hospice, is when I first seen an angel. And at the same time, there was loved ones on the other side of the veil lining up around our bed. And I was working on the computer while he was resting and sleeping. And we're on a third story of our house. There's nothing that would have caused a shadow. Like I literally, I ruled out everything. I'm like, okay, what is it? What is it? What is it? 
and I remember emailing. And there we are arguing with God again. That right? Like, oh, I don't trust uh-huh. this. <laughs> and when he woke up, I even asked him, did you have a dream about anyone? And he named the exact people that I felt that I seen that Aww. he was talking to. And I, I'm crying and I'm like, oh my gosh, they were here. I seen them. Like, seen them. They were here. So after he passed away, I started experiencing more things like that. And I didn't know how to explain it. I thought people would think I was crazy. It's not something that even at church we talked <laughs> it about. It up in normal conversation. No. I'm like, uh, so, you know, I'm at night, I'm like, okay, I don't want to see anybody tonight. Like, I'm going to pour that extra glass of wine and maybe uh, have another little sleeping pill, you know, and I don't advise that. But that's Is that what because I you did. didn't want to see them or you did want to see them? I didn't. Oh, I because didn't. it was scary. Was it scary? They were always loving. Okay. Always. It was just unusual. It was unusual. I didn't feel worthy oh. also. Like, oh my gosh, why would an angel come to me? And I'm thinking, you know, my husband passed away. He was this amazing man. And I was dealing with some survivor's guilt. Like, he was amazing. Who am I? Like, why am I still here? Why does God have me here? Why am I going through all this? You know, all these things just going through my head left and right. And so it took me a few years to really figure out what was happening. (laughs) And, uh, And when I started to figure it out, that's when I started to actually realize that all of this was not about me. All that I went through, and it makes me want to cry, was so that I could be a vessel of God's love and help other women. And my experiences and my story is what was going to help other women. And I was going to be the light worker, the torch holder, the way shower, like holding my light so brightly that they could find me and that they could reconnect with God's love also and do the deep soul healing that's needed because that's when I learned I had to do deep soul healing because I didn't feel worthy of that love, you know? And granted, I'm going to tell you, there was a time... I wrestled with God. I was ticked. <laughs> I mean, he took my uh, my first husband, which was my ex-husband at the time. I had a prophetic dream a year before that he was going to die in a plane crash. And ding, dang it, a year later, he died in a plane crash. Six months later, my husband, my wonderful soulmate at that time, died of cancer. Um, six months later, I lost my house. Uh, because there was no life insurance and I couldn't refinance. Like, I mean, it was just like taking me down a notch, down a notch, down. I'm like, God, really? Like I was mad as heck. Let me tell you, (laughs) like, why me? And now I look at it as why not me? Like God is using the fire I walked through to change lives. And I'm like, Look at Jesus. Like, look at all that he went through. And I I just think, man, he probably was like, really, Dad? Like, really? (laughs) I'm not sure this is what I signed up for. (laughs) Right? I came here to love people. Remove things from our lives that are not, we think at the time we absolutely have to have them. But if we could, you use the word that I'm stubborn before we got on the call. But, you know, if we hang on too tight, you know, if God's removing that from our lives, it's because he wants something better, right? Absolutely. Or something different or something, uh, yeah. an entirely 
you know, higher level for us. Yes. Well, and it even like, well, and as you said, like hanging on to something tight, when we look at like, to be able to receive, to receive God's love, receive his blessings, we have to open our hands. We have to open our hands. But if we're holding so tightly onto a house or things or my way or the highway, or I'm going to make it work come hell or high water, I'm pushing this cart. <laughs> and when, when God's like, just open your hands, right? we just fall into the flow. And all of a sudden, we just are along for the ride and things come easy. And we don't have to buck the system, if you will, right? Like, it's like, oh, why do we make things so hard? Well, and don't you think a lot of that's lack and scarcity? Like, we have this lack, you know, we're holding on because we're afraid there's not enough. But when, you know, giving and receiving is the same hand gesture. It's outstretched hands, right? So if we can start giving, then then God knows, you know, they're an abundance. And I'm going to give them back more, like the parable of the talents, you know, the the ones that actually did more with their lives and had more talents at the end got more from God. And, and I love the, the gesture of the hands and that um, when we trust abundance and prosperity and that it's coming from God and the Almighty, then it can flow to us. If we're hanging on to something because we're afraid we don't have enough, that's when the energy stops flowing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because everything is energy. And what, you know, if it's not going out, it's not coming in. Right. We're hanging on. It's not coming in. There's There's a reason there's a current, right? Money's a currency. (laughs) Rivers are a currency. Electricity is a currency. It has to go, it has to go around for anything to happen. You know, I just, I I love the word. I I love that there's that metaphor with everything and the currency with God and energy, right? Yeah. Um, You have to be open to receive. Yes. And trust what's coming through. And not argue with him. (laughs) Exactly. No arguing. No arguing. And years and years and years ago, I want to say like eight years ago, not that many years ago, eight years ago, um, someone had told me, stop complaining. No complaining. And when we can stop complaining, that's when more beautiful stuff comes into our life. Because we're not focused on the lack or right. lack of or the, what we don't want. Because when we constantly focus on what we don't want, we get more of what we don't want. Right. I mean, that's just, that's the law of attraction. That's the law of everything, yeah. the law of frequency. And, and uh, you know, but, but people will say, Stacy, but I don't have it. But my life is shitty. What do you <laughs> say to those people? I say you better start looking at what you do have that you're grateful for. Do you have a roof over your head? Do you have food in your belly? Do you have people that love you? Like, do you have your health? Like, there's so many things to be grateful for. That's the thing I teach all my clients. One of the first things is every night, right when you go to sleep, you lay your head on the pillow and you start at the top of the list. What am I grateful for? And, you know, it's like, I'd rather do that than count sheep. So, you know, I'm grateful for this and this and this and this. And then they fall asleep. In the middle of saying what they're grateful for. So I got these little glow-in-the-dark stars. Uh So I put them where I can see them right when the the light goes off. And it reminds me to to do the gratitudes, right? It reminds me that... Yeah, I, you know, there are as many stars in the sky. That's how many things I have to be thankful for because we lay down and our minds are going and we're not, you know, we got to remind ourselves. We got to leave ourselves clues all day to remind ourselves to reach for gratitude. So I love the fact that you're talking about before you go to sleep and just something to remind yourself. 
I mean, these glow in the dark stars are like $2 on Amazon, but put yeah. them somewhere when you turn off the light, you see them and they remind you to, oh my God, Absolutely. something over there is glowing, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, I great, love it. So great. gratitude is a great way to get out of complaining, right? Because you can't be it in is. two frequencies at one time. Oh, yeah. You can't be in fear and you can't be in faith. You have I, you choose. I, I even have this little sticker right here by my computer screen, and it says you're either complaining or you're creating. Oh, so I love that. This, let's get creating, right? <laughs> like when we're in creation mode, we're in the flow. God's working through us, and we're creating and our light is glowing brighter and brighter, right? Like we're holding that torch. I Both love that. We're complaining. Our light is really dim. <laughs> How can people start creating? But but let's get let's a bit get to creating. I want you to finish your story. Oh yeah, gosh. Um. Well, let's see. Where is where was I? Well, okay. So you were asking why you were losing everything in your life, like your house and your, and your <laughs> husband. <laughs> I'm like losing everything. Yeah. Well, you know, it wasn't until um two years after my husband died that I met my husband that I'm married to now, which was another divine whole experience. That's a whole nother show, but um, because of getting together with him. I was able to sell a business that I had started because it just wasn't fitting right with my soul. Um, I, I felt like God was calling me to something bigger, something more, but I didn't know what it was. Well, we packed up everything we owned. We gave away everything that didn't fit in the truck and we left Oregon and headed to Texas. We found this cute little house out in the country. It was so cute. We had no furniture, literally we slept on the floor for a couple of days till we ordered our mattress and we sat on the floor till we ordered a couch <laughs> because it didn't fit in the uh, truck. So I really felt like I was going back to like how I was 19 years old again. But when we were out there, the cell phone didn't work well. Literally, if I called my mother, it would like drop five times in a minute. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm not talking to people on the phone. We didn't right. have a TV. Internet wasn't real great. And so what I was left with was stillness. Oh, just being. So I went from a hundred miles an hour running my own business to doing nothing. The house was brand new. It was clean. So I had no cleaning. I had no furniture. <laughs> so you didn't I have to worry about laundry. that. <laughs> I had nothing. I had my dogs. And so literally I had time to just be. And I heard and got this really overwhelming feeling I was supposed to start painting angels. And I'm like, I've never painted anything. What are you I talking was wondering, about? So you didn't have any painting background because your angels are amazing. Uh, YouTube. I was watching YouTube and I'm like, okay. Like I would try to watch something. And I would take some screenshots. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. Oh, that's so cute. And, and then you would just recreate them. There's that word create, right? Create. I got into create. creation. Yeah. And oh, so I, I went and I bought just the basic supplies because right now we're in between paychecks and kind of like, this is frivolous, right? I really shouldn't be doing this. We need a bed. We need, <laughs> we need furniture. <laughs> we need some pots and You're pans. You're not Van Gogh. You don't need more canvas and more. Right. And so I got, I got the basic minimum and I learned by painting that that was a form of like meditation for me. I love that. My mind stopped worrying. I stopped thinking and overthinking all that mind chatter. It just stopped. And I would be four hours on this canvas, just learning and creating. And all of a sudden I started hearing and sensing angels 
And every one of my paintings, I've been told the colors that were supposed to be in the painting. I've been told the uh, intention that was supposed to be in the painting, like if it was peace or Mm -hmm. love or healing. And every single one of my angels like has a whole um, healing component of part of my own deep soul healing that I went through during that time when we lived there. They're beautiful. And I've seen them and they give my heart peace. So let me ask you this. This is the attorney in me. How do you know it's not just you telling you this? How do you know that there's this higher frequency or this higher voice that's telling you this? Well, um, maybe they're the same thing, right? And I've I've learned a lot, right? Like I've learned a lot about this. So like, I'm going to talk about my higher self, my higher self. Some people call it the oversoul. Um, our soul is not in our body. It is like a, our body is a part of our soul. So we have uh-huh. this auric field that's a part of our soul. Our soul goes up and is connected to all that is. And so when our soul is connected to all that is, we have access to whatever information that God deems that we can hear that day when we want to access it. And so literally I was stepping aside and asking the angels to speak with my higher self. And I didn't trust it at first. So I got my pendulum that I had found and I was asking the pendulum and I'm like, I'm getting the same answer. And so it took me years to really start trusting. Oh, it's an instantaneous answer instantaneous. So there's a different feeling, right? There's a different energy when it's coming from that rather than us trying to do it in our ego selves. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with our ego selves, except that's where we live and that's where we try to Mm -hmm. move everything around. And if you ask like for an answer and you would like an answer, um, it's going to come through the path of least resistance. So if your superpower, your supernatural gifts are hearing, you're going to hear it. If your supernatural gift is um, seeing, you may see a vision in your mind's eye. Like when we were little kids, that imagination space. Um, Mine is writing. I get things when I'm writing. I go, where does that come from? Channeling, yeah. Channeled writing, uh automatic writing. Yeah, totally. And you'll read it later and go, I don't even talk like that. That's not that smart. Yeah, right. Where did that come from? That's like me when I did the channeled angel messages in my book, I would... I would speak them and record it. And then I would later go back and read it. And I'd be like, I'd go to my husband, you got to read this. <laughs> this is amazing. Like, I, I can't make this stuff up. Like, that did not come from me. Um, but it's the same thing. Like, before I understood all this, I think back to when I was going to college. Um, every day, driving to college, I would always say, God, use me as a vessel of your love. That they may see within me you and your love and want more of it, even if they don't understand what it is. And that was my prayer every day. I would, the sun would be shining, whatever. That's, that's my intention. And one day in, I think it was my walk jog class. um, I start walking with this lady and she starts telling me all of this hard stuff that she's experiencing in life. And we're walking the track and I just start, speaking this profound profundity like I this did not come from me this is Uh not my words 
And I can remember going into change just in awe, going, God, thank you. Like you worked through me. Those were not my words. I was just the vessel that gave her exactly what she needed that day. And that was before I ever understood anything about higher self, channeling, automatic. I didn't know anything back then. Well, you knew enough to be quiet and listen, right? And to share. Right. Like, it was really just, all we have to do. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. just have to do that. Okay, yeah. so let's go up. You were painting angels, and then this has led you into what your amazing service to the world is. Tell us about that. Well, um, yeah, I've definitely, I started painting angels, and then I heard, like, I was supposed to help women. Like, it was more than just art. And I didn't know, like, how do I go from that religious Christian understanding if I'm not like doing Bible study, like how do I help these women? I didn't know. And so I started going to the woo woo side of things and I was like, you and I met on the woo woo side of on the woo woo side, right? We're on the woo woo side. That was the only container that I could find that explained what was happening with me. And all of a sudden I was like, that's me that's me. Oh my gosh, I can do that. I didn't know that. I didn't even know it had a name. Like I didn't know all of those things. I had never grown up around any of that. So I started doing one-off sessions with clients for healing, for readings, divine messages, you know, cause I, I would just, well, you know. were kind of channeling, not kind of, but you were channeling. I didn't even realize uh, you know, <laughs> the highest for your yeah. clients, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. And then I heard very clearly one day, God said, um, you're to help 333 beautiful souls profoundly change their life. And I'm like, me? <laughs> me? How am I going to do that? <laughs> and so I started praying to put people in my life. He has plans for you, moment. doesn't he? Oh, he does. And sometimes that make you prosper. That's a sometimes yeah. it's like, oh, I don't want to do it. No, somebody else. Somebody else is better. <laughs> and why? Why do you think that? Because you don't think you can do it? Well, it's not that I can't do it, but you know, anytime you hear God speak to you, sometimes there's this, am I worthy? Uh-huh. Am I enough? Am am me just little old me? Like, how can know, we not be enough if God is working through us, right? Exactly. You know, We've got that human head. <laughs> that's true. That ego, right? I mean, really. I mean, yeah. nothing bigger than, than God flowing through you. So yeah, we've got to get totally. out of the way of our unworthiness. I'm talking to exactly. myself and everybody else out there that might feel that Well, way. and every time I hear God speak to me, it's a new level. And each level, there's deep soul healing that has to take place. And so at each level, it's like, oh, there's another layer that I've got to heal and transmute and give it to God and know that I am worthy and I am enough. And through God, I can do anything. And so every time, and, and I, if there's a coach out there that tells you that their healing and their spiritual awakening is done and they're cool and everything's hunky-dory, yeah. I call BS because <laughs> yeah. it's a new level. <laughs> we're either growing or we're contracting, right? And, yeah. and we are growing. And when we're growing, we don't know what the next step is because we've never been there before. We don't know and there's a huge trust there that I think is hard for some people. 
Yes. Right. To grow into a new person. You know, Joseph Campbell says that cave you fear to enter holds the treasure that you seek. We got to get outside of our normal comfort zone to be able, like you said, to hear Mm. different things, to experience more, to grow. Yeah. Well, and, and that leads me to like what's happening now. Let me just give a little small preface. I started um, learning how to create a coaching program so that I could help more people. Because if you're just helping one-on-one, I would be like hours on hours. I'd never get to 333 people, like he said, <laughs> profoundly, right? Like, um, And so now I've got a group coaching program that's helping people and I'm taking them from um, being unhappy and disconnected. Um, some of them are even starting to experience health issues. And a lot of the beautiful souls that I help are women that are kind of unhappy, not kind of, they're unhappy in their marriage. A lot of them are walking on eggshells, trying to avoid the big blow up. They're afraid to leave because they don't know if that's what God wants them to do because they've been raised to believe that divorce is not okay. And then there's that other part. They feel guilty because if they leave, they're going to miss out on the lifestyle that Mm -hmm. they enjoy. And but they're sleeping in separate bedrooms, right? Like this is where I was in my first marriage. That's exactly me. And I'm like, God showed me that that's who I'm supposed to help. And I'm like, wow, really that far back? And he's like, yep. So even though I had my coaching program and I was helping beautiful souls and beautiful women of all kinds and a few men, just when all of this um, current world situation hit, it was a new level for me. Like I had to kind of go back in and be still and listen. And like God said this morning, he's like, I want you to count the days that you were being still and listening. And I have this funny suspicious that it might be like a 40 day, 49 thing. <laughs> he likes 40 um, days for some reason. Right? Like there's this 40 day thing uh, that is always being um, brought up. So I'm like really excited. I haven't done it yet. I need to go back and do that. But I literally, like I, I stopped showing up in my Facebook group because I was needing a new layer of deep soul healing. And so that's one of the things that I, my proprietary signature program is how to do the deep soul healing and how to get through that so that you are being your true authentic self. So you can make a greater impact in the world and your light shines so much brighter and you're doing what God has called you to do. Right. And because we're wearing masks and we don't even know it. We're being what everyone else told us to do and be, and we're not happy. It's right. like such a metaphor for right now, right? Oh, just yeah. be quiet, stay in, you know, and, and this is a perfect time for us to go within and, you know, to reach out to people that know how to do that. Because I mean, you've kind of, like you said, silence, yeah, quiet time, reflection, um, perfect time to do that. So what, what have you found since you've done this reflection now? Oh, my, my, um, ideal client has shifted. Ah. It's like that my ideal client is who I was in my first 13 years of marriage, not believing in divorce, worried about what God was going to say. Am I doing the right thing? walking on eggshells, sleeping in other rooms, worried about the lifestyle that my daughter, you know, is this going to change the lifestyle that I have and my daughter has? Worried about judgment, you know? Right, judgment, right. But you know there's something more that you're being called to do. Like back then, uh, I was nominated to run for Mrs. Oregon. 
And I laughed at first when that call came in because I was like, me, Mrs. Zorgan? Like I'm sliding in the dirt on the softball field and I'm going to get in a gown and the princess, you know, thing. I was like, I thought it was so hilarious. And I turned her down and then I prayed about it. And I had a vision back then. Wow. Back before I knew or understood any of this, I had a vision. And God showed me that I was helping women. I was on a stage and I couldn't tell if it was nationwide or worldwide back then, but I knew it was big and I knew that it was going to help the women, but also I felt it was going to help their children as well. And so I wasn't quite clear, like, am I supposed to help the children too? Which no, it's empower the women. Right. And then it just goes right through to the kids. Right. So when I was praying on that and I got that vision, I called that uh, gal back, the pageant director, and I said, is that opportunity still open? Because maybe God's going to use me and this might be that thing that I just had a vision about. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, it is still open. Oh. And so I didn't get the exact title because that title was gone, but I got a different title, and uh, which was fine. I didn't care. I'd never done pageants before in my life. And literally a whole year of working really hard. I met a gal at a homeless shelter, told her what I was doing. Next thing you know, she started running for the pageant as well, which I was like, wow, okay, you know, because I'm just a giver. Come on, everybody, come on. (laughs) Well, long story short, a whole year working at this, and I'm thinking this is where God's got me because this is where I'm going to impact women's life. And I get first runner up. And I miss getting the crown by a half a point. And who wins? Your homeless the gal lady. that I recruited oh. in. And I was like, again, you know, like, really, God? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and it was so funny because um, I actually got a divorce that year. And I would have lost the crown if I got a divorce. Oh. So it wasn't meant to be. See how God just knows? And at the time, we don't know that. And the time we're kind of confused and lost and saying, you know, is God not there? Am I not being supported? When you get a, bit, a little bit of distance and perspective, you go, oh, he knew what he was doing. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, I look at that time and I look at it gave me um, speaking opportunities. I was very well known in the community. I, I gained so much grace and my edges Aww. were softened. Yes, I can get in the dirt and be a tomboy, but I can also put on an evening gown and glide across the stage. Aww, right? Glide. Like, I like that. So much. And so everything is a bridge. God's got that plan. Aww. Everything's a bridge to get you to that next level. And here I am, like all of these little things all through life got me and, right there. You know, and when we make little decisions, we don't necessarily, it's not like that. Maybe it does sometimes, but it's not like you get this huge epiphany, but you make a decision that leads you to another decision. We just have to trust that those decisions, you know, get us to where we need to be. So let's talk about you, your, your, your program was that literally you taught people how to connect right to angels and God Mm -hmm. and, and how to do that and then how to help other people do that. And you, we talked about this, that you're kind of pivoting, right? I am, but it's really funny because I hear God saying, I'm still teaching the same stuff, right. but I'm going to be adding a few things in. You know, I love that because I need that lesson. Yeah. It's, like <laughs> it's the same stuff that's life transformational stuff that's in my program, 
It's all still the same. Right. He just wants me to speak to it a little bit differently. And I'm going to be adding bonus video, bonus videos in and bonus coaching because there's a deeper level that he wants me to go. Whew, and I'm just like getting like, tickling my throat. like I want to cry. Well, so let's talk about that yeah. because you got a download today before you were on my show. Yeah. Well, remind me what, <laughs> remind me which one. Ah, what was that? Um, well, I think, well, it was, I think it was about what you wanted to share with the people on the show that you got. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh-huh. it, it, it's, it's, it's literally, it is. It's thank you for reminding me. It is about, oh, I had it written down. I, want to it. Oh, so. I can't remember. <laughs> it's about what I'm supposed to be doing. It's my calling in life. It's my purpose. It's my, my mission. And that is, and I heard very clear. Okay, so hold on. Let me back up. Whoop, whoop, whoop. The angels are calling me back. They're reeling you back in. I see the real one going on. They're like, stop your mouth for a second. <laughs> They're so Maybe lovely. That's what, that's what they need to be telling me. Oh, Lord. My mouth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let me back up. So the the thing that I got today, the the thing, the download, the information. Oh, my gosh. I was just wailing, crying today. And not for a bad reason. It's, and I, I, am I, I'm, I'm asking them, and I'm starting to stutter because they're coming in real loud and clear. I'm asking them where they want me to go. Just a second. Okay. Yes. All right. They want me to share the story. So, <laughs> I'm for, just fascinated by this. I've known Stacy for a couple <laughs> of years. I adore her. She's not making this stuff up. I just am fascinated that this happened. So, well, if I'm, I sound like I'm stuttering, it's the high vibration that they. When they get super close to me, I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I can't, I can't talk fast enough. And I, I've only had one cup of coffee today. <laughs> I promise. So for the last couple of years, I have been hearing over and over, and I think it was from Jesus. I'm pretty sure it was from Jesus, is Jesus said to speak their language. And so what I'm talking about is the people that I'm called to help. We have to speak their language mm-hmm. or they don't know that we're the one that they have to work with. Right. And God is telling me too, like, and I know this is coming from God because Jesus is part of God. If we're not speaking their language, they're going to sit on the fence and go, oh yeah, she gets me, but I don't know if she's the one I want to work with. And when we speak their language, all of a sudden they're like, oh, she's my light worker. She's my coach. She's my mentor, whatever that is. She's my way shore. This is who God's called me to be with, right? There's no doubt. There's goosebumps. There's heart palpitations. There's, oh my gosh, I have to work with her, right? It's the same for you, Paula. Like Mm -hmm. all any of us that have been called to do this work, we have to speak the language of who God wants us to help. And if we're not doing that, then they don't know that that's that that we're supposed to be the one they right. call on to help them through this time of their life. And so that speak their language just kept coming through, kept coming through. And I'm like, I, I know what it means, but I don't know what it means. Like, right. oh, help me. <laughs> and, and the so angels will help you. They did. You know, they led me to a person that told me about a show on TV, which I don't watch TV. If it's not on Netflix, I don't see it. We don't have television. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And a f- couple of weeks had gone by and I finally started searching for this TV show online and I'm looking and I'm like, if I'm supposed to watch one of these, like, please guide me to which one. And I, the very first one I clicked on, they were like me. 
they were speaking like me, not super woo-woo. Like I went clear over here into the woo-woo sector right. mm-hmm. from the religious Christian sector. And I was told to speak their language. And I've been trying to trailblaze this new area here. And I'm like, but I know God's telling me this. And I don't know anyone else that's doing this. And I don't feel like I fit in here. I don't feel like I fit in here. And I felt like a lost, lone sheep, you know, just like trying to do what God called right. me by myself. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, I'm wailing this morning. I when you when you get brought to tears, when you get the goosebumps, when you get like that overwhelming feeling of truth, you get something like wailing. And I haven't wailed since my husband died um, ten years ago. And I am wailing in gratitude. And I am like, thank you, God. And I know that God pointed me in the right direction for that person to tell me about that, for me to click on that right video. And I felt as though I, I heard the word home and I heard and felt God came and found me where I was. He never left me, but he found me, my little lost sheep. He found me. God, Jesus brought me right here and said, this is where you are, baby. This is where you are. And it was so resonating to my soul. And all of a sudden now I've been using the word supernatural because I'm like, we've got supernatural gifts. We're experiencing supernatural. And now I know without a shadow of a doubt, I am a supernatural Christian. I know without a shadow of a doubt that I am here to help these women heal on a deep soul level so they can understand the divine messages that are coming through so that they can speak and be their true authentic self. They've got the power, but they don't know how to get to it. And God is showing me that is who you're helping and this is how you're doing it. And the angels are here going, yes, let's do it. She's ready now. And I'm just so, ah, I'm on fire. (laughs) I am so excited you shared that with us because what is more important, especially in this time, right? That we learn how to be connected to God, to our higher selves, to listen. I have goosebumps. I do too. I do too. The still small voice and, and, and that, that you, you know, and and the lady that put that video out did not necessarily know that it was going to make that big of a difference to you, but God did, you know, six months ago or whatever. I mean, so we find the people that we're supposed to find. We hear the words we're supposed to hear. If we just quit arguing, (laughs) Before we got on, you know, but I got to uh, do it this way. Stacy said, you know, I hear, you know, something's coming through for you, Polly. You're stubborn. I went, oh my God, I am stubborn. You know, and get out of our own way. You know, that it's get out of our own way. We don't, I don't know how to do it. And, and um, it is scary, right? If we think we're in control, then, then we're not as afraid as if we let our defenses down. And if we, if we take a new step, like you were talking about, if we're not growing as coaches, if we're not growing as people, we're not, we're not authentic. I love you use the word authentic before. Yes. Authentic. Yeah. And it's interesting because when I first created my program, I thought that I was helping people that were having anxiety with their spiritual awakening process, right? Like, Oh my gosh. Cause I was seeing dead people and I was seeing angels and I didn't know what to do with that. And it was like, turn right. it down. Well, the anxiety there's still anxiety around just trying to figure all life out. Right. So my program still works, but now I'm going to be adding some bonuses in there for all this other new stuff that's coming through. It's like, Oh my gosh. Um, 
Let's talk about anxiety because I'm, I'm, this is me talking to you, very vulnerable, is I'm, a, I'm kind of afraid of the supernatural, right? Because it's outside of my control. I don't know what I'd do if I saw an angel, right? Right. I mean, how do we get over that? How do we get over that, that anxiety of, because they're, you know, I know they're there. There's something that knows that they're there. It's just, I haven't seen them. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, even for me, like, if you want to connect with the angels, um, you've got to let, you got to let the guard down. Yes. You know, you've got, you got to open your heart. You have to open your hands to receive, right? You, it's oh. like, yes, God, like I really. The currency, right? No. Right. Yeah. I want to feel you. I want to know you. Um, and the one thing is you always know that it's a beloved angel or something like that because there's love, there's peace, there's calmness. It's, um, I feel like I'm just enveloped in love. And do you actually see an entity? Are you talking about feeling it? Sometimes it's different, right? Like when I first saw it, I saw some being that was like 10 feet tall, like went through the ceiling. Um, and I knew it was an angel. I, I just knew it. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't scared, but I was kind of freaked out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know that we're supposed to see this. Like I wasn't raised to think that we were supposed to see this. Like I want Jesus. I know Jesus sees angels, but am I supposed to see an angel? And, and right now, like one of the missions is angels are here now more than ever because they're helping us prepare for the, what's coming up, what's next. And so we're having a plethora of people coming out and saying, I see angels, I work with angels. And, and that's why it's like really a lot. Oops, sorry. Whack the, <laughs> there's a lot of that. Talk she's flailing her arms because she's so excited and she yeah. hit something. Yeah. Um, so to answer your question, you know, the other thing too, though, this is, yeah, they're, they're showing me this. They always say, be not afraid, dear one. Uh, and, and even if, if you're, you know, if you love reading the Bible, every time there's an angel experience, be not afraid, dear one, be not afraid, beloved, right? They always say that and they're always calm and loving. And if you're not getting calm and loving and overwhelming fullness in your heart, back away and send them to the light because you don't want to be working with them. But if your intention is to connect with an angel or to connect with a loving being that God wants you to work with, whether it's an ascended master or Jesus, it's always loving. Jesus, I cry when Jesus shows up. Like I've seen Jesus four times. And uh, literally in my mind's eye, I see him. And then one time I was working with this lady and we were holding hands and facing each other. And I felt Jesus come behind me and put his arms through my arms to hold her hands. And oh my gosh, I was crying. (laughs) I'm like, this is amazing. (laughs) I want to share one thing and then ask you one question. So the first time I met Stacy, I walk in the room, we were sharing, we were sharing a house, I guess. And she goes, Oh, you have an angel behind you. And like, I turn around and look like, (laughs) like, I'm really going to see an angel behind me. But I mean, she kind of, she sees these things and, and sense. Yeah. See and sense. Okay. So you're Mm -hmm. sensing it, right? Sometimes I sense it. Sometimes I see it. Okay. 
Okay, yeah. that's amazing. So, you know, we just talked about in this time, we need angels more than ever. So, mm-hmm. you know, tell us how, number one, tell us everything's going to be fine. <laughs> it We're is. going into a new age, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and tell us how people can use this information uh, to, to get them into a calmer place, right, right now, because there's so much inundation going on around us that mm-hmm. there's fear. People want us to be in fear. People want us to look at stuff. Tell us how we can navigate these waters. Yeah. Well, I'm drawn to a verse that I that I channeled in my book. Um, I opened it up and I'm reading it now going, is this still applicable? And I think that I'm still supposed to read it. So this was something that um, an angel, a messenger of God shared. And so I feel like this is going to apply or resonate with someone. The angel said, we encourage you to know that you have never been alone. You are always, always in the presence of God and our team of angels. So in the midst of what's happening right now, we have to remember that God has never left us. Our angels have never left us. Jesus has never left us. Whoever it is that, you know, you're calling upon, they're right there. We just need to focus on the light. We need to focus on God's light and love. Love is the answer. And I know for years I thought I'm not a hippie. Like Right. And that's so, you know. Peace and love. Like uh I get it now. I get it at a different level. It's not. And I bet they didn't mean for it to come across like that back then because, you know, I didn't, I only knew what I knew. But now when I know what I know now, I'm like, love is the answer. It isn't like, oh my gosh, I'm all lovey-dovey and sharing love. No, it's God's love. God's love. Each of us have a piece of God within us. And we have got to stoke that fire that's in us, that beautiful flame of God that's in each and every one of us. That's what causes us to be the light workers we are. And when our torch, our lighthouse, our flame, whatever you want to call that, is bright and shining, you're affecting someone else's life. You're rekindling their light, their God light within them. The God within me is the God within you. And our light ignites each other's light. So when you bring, you know, torches together Mm -hmm. and match all these torches up, it creates a larger flame. In a time of darkness, such as now, We need everyone's light to be shining so bright and focused on God's love and that light. And when we do that, we anchor that Christ consciousness love into the earth. Why do you think all of this darkness is being exposed right now? Because God's light is shining light on it. I love that. It's just like when the power goes out and all you have is a flashlight it beams directly on only what needs to be seen. The, you know, candle, the, this, whatever you're looking for. God's beaming, loving light is shining so brightly right now on exactly what needs exposed. And we just have to have trust in that. We just have to know. And, you know, the one thing from the Bible says God is love. And love is a feeling and a frequency. And when we can get to that feeling, then we just mesh with God, right? That yeah. that's when we have that experience. Yeah. Because and and you know it is so mundane is not the right word, but when you know everything is love and John Lennon. Not that I'm knocking him, but know. you know. <laughs> yeah. But but 
it is simple, right? I mean, God would never have put something out there that would have taken a master's in divinity to figure out how to connect with him, right? No. The little bitty ones can do it because they already get it. Yeah, they're connected. Because there's a love and an energy that they can connect with that. Yeah. And I think the best thing that we can do right now is just what you said is, you know, light our love up as much as possible. And that will light up a yeah. lot more in our world uh, because, you know, it, it, we are all here together and it doesn't matter if they don't let us go to church. It doesn't matter because this is church. This right is here. church and, <laughs> and love is non-local. Love is entangled. Love will, you know, yeah. it, it, it travels. It doesn't matter. We don't have it's universal language. It. Even yes, if it, we don't say love, it's, it's a feeling, it's an action, it's, it's a... And they can't stop that. They you know? can't. They can't stop that. And that's the one thing that we can do that, that's going to make this huge difference in our world. Absolutely. I can't tell you how much I needed this today and how happy that I am <laughs> that, that we know each other and that you were kind enough to come on my show. I, I want you to tell people how to get a hold of you. You've got a book, you're holding it up, but the book is on Amazon. I would highly recommend it. Angel Kisses, No More, no more cancer. cancer. It's amazing. It's, it, it, it's, it's not a hard book. It's, it's a heartfelt book. Yeah, it's and a lot it's, of hope. And it's on Amazon. But tell us how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, and there's also a journal, Angel Kisses oh, Every Day. Oh, I love that. Uh-huh. And so it goes hand in hand with that book and helps you connect with angels and uh, gets you in tune of being still. But they can connect with me on my website, stacyoverman.com. Um, that's S-T-A-C-I-E-O-V-E-R-M-A-N.com. You can book a session with me right there. Um, you can even book a discovery call. It's absolutely free. And we can talk about what does that look like for deep soul healing for you? How do we get you into that life that you really, what really God's called you to live, right? Like it, it is our God-given right to live with more peace, love, and joy in our life. And, and abundance, and, right? Abundance, yes. Yeah, and abundance. And it all goes together. Once you're on that energy frequency, it all goes together. And, you know, we don't know what we don't know. So if you're out there and you're searching, reach out to Stacy. Reach out to me because you need a guide in the wilderness, you know. You need a mentor. Um, you need somebody that's been there that can give you some ideas. Just a different perspective on your life can make all the difference in the world. Yes. And that somebody that's been through things like Stacy has and has come out, she's royalty in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's the big thing, Paula. Like, you didn't go through all you went through for nothing. I didn't go through all I went through for nothing. We're the torch holder. We're the way shower. We're going to help you get from this space that you're not happy being in to a space that God's had planned for you quicker, faster, easier right? Like you don't have to waste another 15, 20 years. Let's get it done now. Yeah, you and I, I mean, the journey I was on, the journey you were on, if we can cut that down for people, I mean, that oh. is my mission. You know, yes. they don't, that, that need to be 15 years of <laughs> trying to figure out what the questions were, let alone the answers and go oh, through yeah. everything, everything that you've gone through. So Stacey, yeah. I want to thank you so oh. much for being on my program. This is what mm -hmm. I needed to hear. This is what God needed to speak through you. This is what everybody needs to hear right now. I hope so. I'm sure it's going to bless somebody. Somebody out there is like shaking their head going, oh my gosh, that's me. I love it. I know there is. I know there's a reason that we're here. So I want to thank you again, and we will be right back. All right. And we are back from Stacy. 
that was so uplifting for me. That was exactly what I needed today. I hope it was something that rung true with you, that touched your heart, that made you feel for at least a moment that you were home with the tribe and with information that you need and that is vital at this time in our lives to get this information out. I want you to know you're not alone, even though you may think you are, that there is a huge amount of love and other people out here that know everything's going to be okay. And when we take that step of love and faith and support of each other, so find someone that you need to connect with and tell them you love them, that you're, you're there. You know, get, get a tribe of people that can get together on a Zoom call every week. Uh, don't let fear take over. Let hope and faith be our guiding light. And I want to thank you for being with me today. I want to thank you for sharing your time with us today. Uh, and, I, and I hope this has given you some amazing optimistic ideas to think about. And as Ram Das always says, we're all just walking each other home. And I'm honored to be on this journey with you. This is Paula Q. Casey, and I am the Lawyer of Attraction. Thank you for joining Paula Kid Casey on Lawyer of Attraction radio show. For more information about Paula programs and her book, please visit www.lawyerofattraction.com. Until next week, may you experience the magic of manifesting genuine abundance. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.